Welcome to Changing the Sales Game podcast on webtalkradio.net. I'm your host, Connie Whitman. Thanks for tuning in today. So every week as you listen to the show, I really do hope you feel my passion and my desire to create a movement across the world that sales has to stop being icky, sleazy, and manipulative. We really have to shift over to that place of love, care, and respect. So to help you on that little journey, I have a gift for you, my free communication style assessment, and that is for you to understand how your what your superpowers are in communication and what your blind spots are, and that will help you navigate every sales or every communication that you have with a prospect or client. Go to WhitmanAssos.com slash CSA, my gift to you. Now, my motivational quote today is by Andrew Davis, and Andrew says, content builds relationships, relationships are built on trust, trust drives revenue. And I really love this quote because it really speaks to who I am and how I've run my business, how I've run my sales career, right? Building relationship through trust is mandatory for any of us to be successful in business. Now, as I look back on 2020 or, or uh, to 2020 and review all the changes that occurred rapidly, like many business owners, I needed to pivot and, and, and shift fast. And I keep teasing that my hips are broken because I had to pivot so much. But I created an entire new division within my company, one that offers businesses growing sales results and sales and business coaching via this digital world that we're finding ourselves in. To my surprise, most of the lessons that I learned during my 20 years in business doing everything live, guess what? All the same standards, all of those same philosophies apply on the digital side. Those one-on-one connections are really critical. So what do we do? I, so what did I do? I reached out to a vast network, my vast network, and I asked for help because I wasn't sure which way to go. And I was fortunate. I was able to meet my amazing guest today, um, Jim Nysonger. Now, Jim is the owner of Enlightened Profits, and he helps mission, mission-driven coaches, consultants, and other experts sell more of their products and services by helping them zone in on a clear message so they can show it bigger and serve their clients better. And he has helped me, and I owe so much to him. So please help me welcome my good friend, my mentor, my friend now, just who I love and adore, Jim Nysonger to the show. So Jim, thanks for being on. Hey, thanks, Connie. It's so great to be here. Yeah. And, you know, Jim was introduced to me earlier this year, maybe February or March. Um, I had to do these digital webinars and I didn't know the first thing about how to organize it, how to make my offer, any of those things. And Jim helped me create some clarity. But we're we're going on speed with this now, guys. He has just zeroed in on some amazing insights, and I can't wait for you to hear them because I'm telling you, his way is the right way. And it's really a way for all of us business owners who are struggling in this digital realm to just to just make more money with ease. So first question, Jim, is what are the three key transformations that happen in every market or niche and how do they help us make more sales? Yeah, so. Great. So, so this is something that I don't even know how I stumbled upon this, but if you think about it there, yeah, the, these three shifts that people are looking to make in any niche. And so the first shift is entry into, into that thing. 
So, so let's just say a golfer, for example, like, okay, I've never played golf before. I want to learn how to play golf. And so they buy their first set of clubs. And so they go from this outsider in the golf world to being very much a novice. And, and so that's the first transformation is just entry into it. And then the second transformation is improvement. And so then they're working on, okay, how do I get better? Who can help me get better? What do I need to learn to get better? And so they're, they're, so there's entry and then improvement. And then the third step where is usually the biggest leap and where most coaches and consultants really want to help people is escape. And it's escape from all of the ways that they learned that were wrong or all of the things that are not making progress. And so how do we escape? And so they're whoever we're working with, whoever we're marketing to, they're looking for only one of these three things right now. And so if I'm not even in the market yet, then of course, entry, like, okay, I don't, I have no idea of how to get better because I'm not in there yet. And so it's like, okay, how do we get you started? And then for other people, they've been in there and like, okay, how do I get better? And then when people have tried and tried so many things to get better, then they're looking for a new way, a new perspective. How do I get out of the old ways that are holding me back? And so for me, I personally, I focus on the escape market in the coaching and consulting world because I see so many people burned out on the old ways that are holding them back. And so I'm all about like, okay, how do we escape those old accidental traps, those old um, bad advice that, that you've been given or old bad habits so that you can experience a big leap in your sales and marketing. And, and yeah, think about that. We, I know me in 18 months being in this digital kind of uh, playing ground or playground out of corporate, well, I'm still in corporate, but right. Created the second division. And I didn't know, I, I guess I was, it's funny being in business 20 years yet. I was new. I was entry. I went into learning like crazy meetings and, and reading and learning and groups and anything I could get my hands on to help me understand how to play in this new venue, right. Versus being yeah. live. And now, now it's so funny because after meeting you and we've had so many amazing conversations and you've helped me so much with my business, I sit here and I, how you think, that escape, I think we all get, we really, as business owners, um, I honestly, if, if in 18 months, that division, I'm ready to escape, right? It's 18 yeah. months. So people who are in business, even just a couple of years, and you're making money, and you're, you, in spite of, right, everything, you're making some money, but you're probably have, have picked up bad habits or learned something that worked five years ago that's not working now. And that's kind of what you're talking about, right? Right. Yes. Yes. In almost any niche or, or whatever, yep. people try the best they can for long enough to find out like, okay, this is not, is not working the way that I thought it was or hoped yep. it would. And they've, they've heard repetitive derivative messages for so many, so much time that they're ready for something new, ready for that escape. But, um, it really depends on people burning themselves out to some degree in in the market, in the improvement area before they're ready to make that leap. 
Yeah. And it's, it's a mind, there's, you know, mindset. We talk so much about mindset, but it really is a mindset of saying, wait a minute, definition of insanity. I'm doing the same thing. My results aren't changing. Maybe it worked two years ago. It's not working now. Why? Right. We, we think work harder, change the message again and do the same behind the scenes that are just aren't working anymore. So I love that entry, uh, entry, learn, and then escape. Yep. So entry, improve, improve, and and then escape. Well, I am ready to escape. Let me just tell you, because I am done working so hard and getting, you put this effort in and you get this smidge of results. To me, it's the definition of insanity, right? I teach, I know like you, right? You teach people. I laugh. He teach people's how to teaches people's wow. Speak much, Connie. He teaches, Jim teaches people how to two times their sales. And I, I teach them how to even more than two times their sales because mine is is a different skill that you're developing yours is on the messaging side this is important stuff everybody listening this is important stuff so really uh tune in and if i i would recommend actually listening to the show a second time because jim is brilliant and you're going to miss things trust me take notes second question what happens right as a business owner we try to include all three of the transformations in our webinar i want to be everything to everybody what happens well, then we just by by accident of trying to include everybody, we accidentally exclude everybody because we don't go deep enough on the message that a certain person needs to hear. And, and so you will never hear me say, oh, here's how you can start getting coaching. I mean, here's how you can start marketing your coaching business. No, if you're not already doing it and doing it well and having some success, then I can't help you get two times better. Two times better doesn't matter if it's at zero, right? That's right. Uh, So it's, so that's why I, I only speak to people who have already done well and know they're working way too hard, yet there's so much more potential. And and so um, if we try to speak to improvement of the things that they already know, then we're not offering them something new and different. Or if we, if we're talking about new and different, but they just know, I just, I know I need to get better at these things. Then it's a mismatch. Let them, yeah. Let them go get better at the things they want to get better at. If that's what they want to do. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm on, um, you know me, like I'm always networking. It's it's my jam. I love meeting people. Right. And I love, you know, connecting people. That's, that's just kind of the core of who I am. But when I'm on these networking events and I meet someone and they list that they do five things. And I think, I swear to God, Jim, this is what goes through my head. Holy crap. How do you keep all that? I have trouble just staying in my lane sales. Like, you know, I wouldn't ever venture out because I don't know about marketing and all these other things. They're like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm really good at sales. I can teach you sales. Can you? Right. right. <laughs> so it's really funny how we try to be everything to everyone because, and I think at the core, we're afraid of leaving money on the table. And the reality is when I meet people like that, I think you're good at nothing because you don't even know what you're good at. You're rattling off three huge skills and you're 30 yeah. years old. I don't think you've learned those three skills, right? I'm 40 years in on sales and I think I still have more to learn, right? Isn't that funny? Right. So yeah, 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 we're a very interesting breed humans. Yep, yeah. And, and, and another part of that is um, for the most part, skills are, they feel like a mandatory thing that I have to learn to get the result. And so our promises 
what we're offering, it's better if we promise a result. This is why, like I was telling you before we got on here that I promised people like, give me 30 minutes and I will show you how to two X your sales or I'll give you your money back. Like that, that simple. Like if, if I can't do that, then I should give you your money back. Absolutely. For me, it's, it's something that I have a particular X-ray vision for. And so, so I can see a path to doubling sales through, through a better marketing messaging and strategy. And, and I'm happy to, even though I haven't done it yet because nobody's wanted their money back, I'm happy to give you your money back. If you don't think if, if I can't show you how to two X. But isn't that a good message? And and say again, that your superpower, right, is that whole messaging, but messaging with such clarity that it, and here's the other funny thing. And you said this before we started, you know, like, nope, you're not the person I can help just having that quick conversation because they're not at the right place or whatever. And then you meet people and you think, yeah, man, I could totally help you. And I'll give you your money back if you don't get it, because, you know, they're already in motion executing certain things and they're looking to do the escape, right? To reiterate yeah. at a much higher level. Um, again, that deep going deeper, not wider. Right. That's, I think, right. The visual. Yeah. And a point that I want to make about that as well is that if you want to win more, bet on better horses. Don't bet on the lazy nag sitting out by the barn who's not doing anything. Yes. Bet on the winners. Bet on the people who are already winning because that's where the greatest opportunity is. We think, oh, we can really help these people who are all screwed up and not in action or, or whatever. I don't, I know I can't, I haven't seen anybody successfully do that, but you pick people who are winners, who are already making things happen. They have blind spots. And if we have the ability to show them what's in their blind spot, we can help them get results so much faster. I love that you said that, you know, especially on my corporate uh, client side, because uh, I am selective in who I coach, right? Because it's got to be, a, they have to, we have to resonate with each other. Otherwise it becomes work for both of us. So I'm, I am quite selective, but on my corporate side, I can think through my 20 years, right? People who come in, oh, Connie, I want to learn, right? And they put on like a good face. But then, you know, five years later, some of my clients on there, 5, 10, 15 years, whatever, that same person knowing me for the 15 years coming through various trainings that the, the, the company would pay for, they don't change. And it's funny, I could picture people in my head 10 years, 15 years later, they're saying the same exact excuse they were doing 10 or 15 years prior. And it's like, I just yes them to death. I don't even put effort anymore. They're not willing to pause and say, whoa, that was a great idea, Connie. I could so do that. They'd rather stay in their story of why they can't do something. And, and that's the dead wood in organizations, right? And they're the businesses who complain, I'm not making money, but they don't do anything to change, to put the pieces in place that they can to help them make the money, right? So again, you don't want the nag out in the, by the barn because right. they're, they don't want to move. They want to sleep in the sun. So right. we have to, again, it's, it's choosing the right client as well. And I think that's another important piece of the puzzle. Yeah. And just to dig in right there. So just because you said this thing that perked my, my attention is like the person that says, Connie, I want to learn. That is a sign of a bad client. People who want to learn. We, we don't want learners. We want doers. We want people who want results more than they want to learn. If learning just happens to be part of the path, like sure. Yeah. I'm willing to learn if that's what it takes to get this result, but we want people who want results, not who want to learn more. 
Wait, I'm interesting now. So this question, I don't, and if you can't answer it, it's fine. Yeah. But what percentage of people do you see over the, let's say over the last year, because you and I have really spoken about this topic a lot, right? Yeah. Over the past year, you're, you've really been in observation mode as to like what's going on out there and why things aren't working the way mm-hmm. they used to. So you've really been a student of observation so that you can come up with, with, a, real, with a real life solution, right? To get the yeah. results. What percentage of people do you find? How do I, how can I word this? Because I don't ever want to insult anyone. But what percentage do you find feel that it's about the learning, not about the execution? And you might not be able to answer that question. Um, so so I'll, I'll just tell you from my observation, just looking at even like Facebook posts and stuff yeah. of there's a, this huge like, belief like oh you have to be positive your energy has to be right oh you, your mindset oh clear negative beliefs all of these things are helpful mm-hmm. but oh create your vision board like all of these things can be helpful but it, it's just like they're these little pieces that feel safe to focus on hoping that the that the magic fairy is going to knock at my door and deliver me clients or or whatever but i would guess that it's like 90% or 95% it is my observation would rather have these safe little fairy tales that they're telling themselves instead of truly taking action that's my guess yeah. And, and yeah. And, and it's funny because I probably would agree with that actually. And I haven't done the, That's why I asked because you've observed this platform and this um, I'm going to use the word mindset, right? But yeah. you've kind of explored this for several months now. So that's why I figured you would be, but I, I, I would agree with that stat. I think that's a fair, fair estimate. It's fascinating because you know me, I'm always positive. I have high right. energy. I love life. It's just, it's who I am. That is not what makes me successful in business. No. Does it enhance my capabilities with clients? Sure. People want to be around someone who's confident that they can help you in positive energy. Because would you really hire someone who was like, Bleh. like, I, I need to be around people with a good energy, right? Yeah. So all of that enhances but that's not the reason I'm successful in business or why I'm successful as a coach. So mm-hmm. I do. I, and and I, the other thing I do want to comment on is, you know, the, the vision board, the secret. And it was so funny that came out. It's got to be what, 15 years ago, maybe uh, more. Yeah. yeah, 2006, I think. So, oh, oh, wow. So yeah, about 15, 15 years ago. Yeah. I remember my husband and I watched it. And as soon as we were done, now I'm not that smart. I looked at my husband and I said, I like everything they said. And I think it makes sense. I believe in a positive attitude, right? That was, that's my whole jam. But I said to my husband, they give you all this great information. I did not learn one thing, maybe a vision board, but I didn't learn one thing on how to create or man. They told me what manifestation is. They told me what the law of attraction is. How do I put that? Create a vision board. And what the hell do you do with the vision board? Right. So there was always this to me, it was this big missing piece with that movie. And and um, so fast forward when when uh, I'm in my corporate, you know, my my corporate clients and then we have lunch room, we sit and we eat and I'll eat with the people. And I talk about universal laws and, and different things. That's who I am. Right. And they'll say, have you seen the secret? And I go, yes. And I and I always ask, what did you think? 
fascinating. Some people go, oh, brilliant. Some people will say it was good, but, you know, and I go, it was missing pieces. And they go, yeah, it was it was a nice movie to watch. That's the positive attitude. It's like, that makes sense. That's not what's going to make you successful. Execution, putting things into place, trying things, being curious, reiterating. That's where the magic happens. You got to apply the knowledge. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, you know, so, you preach it to the choir on that one. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and for me, just like the, the clue is anything that implies no action, no work required. That 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 somebody's trying to sell you something that's not going to work, and, and just yeah, it's like I really have a sensitive radar for it now, just because it's just like these sure these things that can be helpful, but they're incomplete because it's trying to imply like oh you don't have to do anything, the the manifestation fairy is going to show up and deliver clients to your door. Nope. Yeah. It's, it's like the exercise equipment, buy this, do it. And then they have these buff, beautiful bodies, right? Six pack abs. And they go do this five, five minutes a day. And in 45 days, you can look at that too. Hey, listen, my body is 60 years young. I think, yeah, it would take three years (laughs) of three hours a day (laughs) to get to that body. Right. Mm -hmm. It's all relative. Yeah. What are the two kinds of problems that you see dealing with the coaches and consultants, the two kinds of problems that every coach and consultant solves and which one really should they start with? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So there is. um, So the first one, the, the one that primarily coaches love to talk about is the big long term problem. And so, so for example, like a, um, somebody who, who helps people, um, lose weight, they talk about, oh, it's all about your relationship with food. And so we're going to, over the next five years, we're going to change your relationship with food so that you no longer desire this. And then that happens. And you only like the, the longer term thing, which all of that so I was being a little sarcastic there, but, but it, it could all be true. So, yeah. so agree. I, yeah. I want to it's discount. A, it was an extreme example, but yes, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I, to I make don't your want point. to discount it. So, so there's, yeah. there's that long-term problem. And then there is the high stakes, urgent problem. People only care about the high stakes, urgent problem right now. And so if we solve the high stakes, urgent problem, it gives us the opportunity to work with them on the longer term problem. And so just for example, the high stakes, urgent problem is, wow, somebody just went to the doctor, the doctor said, um, whatever, they gave them their their blood tests, and they they have whatever, all of these um, complications, diabetes, whatever it happens to be that, um, that, okay, so we're going to have to put you on these medications. If this doesn't start improving, there might be surgery, there might be this, there might be that. That person is like, holy cow, what, what can I do? Well, you need to start eating better. Well, how do I do that? Get somebody that can help you. But, but there's that, the stakes are high. The need is urgent. And that gives us the opportunity. And, and so um, the way that I look at this is it gives us also gives a chance for us to do our best work yeah. and to make a fast impact. So pick the high stakes, urgent problem that you can help people make an impact with immediately. And so um, just for example, Brilliant. the 
for me, the high stakes urgent problem is people who like they coaches, consultants who have invented their way, their style of doing things. And it's not selling nearly as much as they should. It feels like they're burning themselves out, but they have, they're having some success, but they know they could be selling a lot more. And if they don't fix it, they're going to burn out. They're starting to hate their business. Yeah. So, so for me, that's why I say like, okay, show me any offer that you have. I'll show you how to 2X the sales. After we do that, I'll show you how to 2X it again. It's like, so, so it's like that, that high stakes, urgent problem of lower sales than I know I should have. And I'm burning myself out. So it's like, I'm in this rock in a hard place. Yeah. So, so then it demands me to show up and do my best work to help somebody out of that as quickly as possible. And it's interesting because we don't want to go to the doctor. Um, <laughs> now we're overweight. We have high blood pressure. You know, I laugh. I knock on wood. I, I, you know, I, I get my blood work done for my holistic doctor twice a year and we change my vitamins and all of that just to make sure I'm healthy really on the inside. But right. I laugh because whenever I do have to go to the doctor for something, you know, physical going on and they say, step on the scale and I giggle, Jim, every time I go, I don't want to. And they look at me and I go, right. and I put my head down, they go, can you get on the scale? <laughs> like they don't it's amusing. And I'm like, right. I know I'm overweight. I don't want to get on the scale. Right? right. So the avoidance, like you're saying, when, what's the real problem what's the what's the the issue right here right now that we could address a lot of times we don't want to address it because it hurts or it doesn't right. feel good right right yep yep and, and so so we get to that point like the longer term problem of if it was eating habits that are leading to this like that okay the symptoms are too great now i can't keep eating like this that's right but um, as long as we, I mean, just, it seems human nature, like we get away with things for as long as we can. And then, so, so people are just more receptive when the stakes are high and there's urgency and they got to get it fixed. Yeah. So, so that's where I, I like to, to point my work at. Yeah. I love it. It's funny because good is the enemy of great. When things are good, people, ah, things are good. As yeah. soon as something isn't working, we're like, whoa, I got to address this. Right. So when yeah. things are go wrong is when we, we address it. When things are good, we're like, that's ah, good. We good is the enemy of great. I say that all the time to my kids. Yeah. Why do you, did you want to comment on that? No, no, go ahead. Okay. I was going to say, why do you say that most funnels prevent a lot more sales than they actually make? Mm-hmm. Because that, you know, the funnels are so important, Jim. I know this. This is what I learned in yep. 2020. Yep. Yep. So, so, so here's why I, I say that it, it's not about the concept of funnels, just about how they're operated. And, and so most funnels are set up in a way that not nearly enough of the right people actually get to the offer. It's they, they get turned off because, okay, like with um, the launch formulas, for example, and they're all following a similar model, but with the launch formulas of, okay, so you sign up for this free gift and then you have to watch this video and you have to watch that video two days later. And then this other video two days later, and then we're going to give you the offer. And by that time, I, just the attention spans are so short these days yeah. that so many fewer people actually make it to the offer. And yeah. so um, most funnels are set up in a way that not enough people are making it to the offer. Mm. 
Um, people, if they do make it to the offer, usually make it only one time. And then um, there isn't a powerful promise. Like we've been talking about that this it just, it's a, it doesn't have to be like this fancy marketing language, but just a simple, powerful promise. Like, Hey, I'll show you how to two extra sales or I'll give you your money back. Like that, that's a, just a very simple promise that frames it then so that your um, funnel can make a lot more sales. And then there are often these issues with just the way that the offer is presented, yeah. a little bit complicated, take, it's hard to understand, that sort of thing. And so, so like these are the four big issues in most funnels that are driving away the ideal clients because the ideal clients, once again, if they have that urgent problem, they don't want to wade through all that information. But if somebody is an information hoarder who wants more information that they're never going to do anything with, then yeah. they're happy to watch all the videos, collect all the free lead magnets, all of that stuff, but they don't buy. And so, so, so many of these systems are set up for today's world to cater to information hoarders who will never buy instead of how do we directly speak to the buyers who have a high stakes urgent problem and they want to solve it now. Absolutely. And, you know, that's the formula that you've really um, and, and oh, by the way, you're doing it, you're living it and you're helping your clients do it. But you're seeing your your own sales since you've changed that again with all of that observation and the dissection of what you've done and simplifying the message to focus on that one thing. Bam, you're, you're you know, proof's in the pudding, right? Not right. only are you getting the results, but you're getting it for your clients as well. I just, you know, to me show me the results. Let's do it. Right. It's, it, it should be as simple as that from a decision-making uh, standpoint, we have time for one more question. And, and this is my question. What's your number one recommendation for how we change our marketing from this scattered attention, like you just described in our markets, what would, what would that be for you if you had to share it? Yep. So here's what it is. Here's exactly what I'm doing. If you go to Facebook, look me up, you'll see it on all of my, my longer form posts and what it, it's what I call one step away marketing. And so at the center, we have this core problem and the core promise that we make. And so I, I talked about those of like, okay, you are, you're already making sales, but you're overworked and you know, there's a lot more sales you could be making and you don't want to have to work harder to do it. Absolutely. And then, then the promise to that is, okay, great. Give me 30 minutes. I will show you how to two X your sales without working any harder or I'll give you your money back. So, so it's like, the, so those two pieces are together. And then one step away means that the only content that we post, the only emails that we send, the only whatever, if we do videos, whatever it is, is always only one step away from that promise. And so that's like, that's what I'm doing with all of the long form content that I'm putting on Facebook and every long post that I have has a PS. And that PS says, when you're ready for more, here are three options for you. You can scan my wall. You can join my Facebook group, which is transformational marketing for advanced coaches and experts. Or you can rent Jim's eyes, which is where I will show you exactly how to to extra sales from any offer that you're making. 
And, and so everything is related to just that, that core of like, Hey, if this is your problem, here's my promise. And so then I only create content that is just so related to that, that it can't be mistaken. Like I don't create a, um, I don't create uh, content about like, uh, okay, here are three tips for how to improve your LinkedIn strategy. Because that, that, for one thing, I'm not an expert in LinkedIn. And even if I knew something about LinkedIn, it would be a mistake because then it sounds like, oh, he's claiming to be a LinkedIn expert. No, no, I, I, I'm, I'm claiming to help you double your sales as quickly as possible. We're throwing spaghetti against the wall, Jim, and we're right. just seeing what sticks. It There's no rhyme. There's no reason. And, and, and oh, by the way, everybody, guess what? I'm doing the same thing um, that Jim is is describing. And it's, you know, it's dangerous because we're putting all of this energy and time and creating and paying for these different platforms for all the different things that, you know, are active campaign. And if like I have member vault for my classes and, you know, we have all of this stuff that we're paying for. And yet, what are they really contributing to the bottom line? So if you if you heard anything today, number one, Jim is brilliant. So that let me just put in there. He's one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Two is that what he's saying, by the way, he delivers because he's tremendously helped me this year. So the proof is in the pudding. He's got it. He does it. And then the third thing too, Jim, is everybody listening, even if you're not ready right now, that's cool, right? Jim gets it. We get it. You have to focus your marketing. You have to focus what you're talking about because we think, again, I go to this networking and we're good at everything. You're, can I tell you, you're shooting yourself in the foot because you sound like a braggadocious jerk first. Like, oh, yeah, you think you can do it all. But the second thing is you're never going to make more sales doing that for sure. So I, I just love this conversation, Jim, and I can't wait to see you know, more that you're creating. And I do want to give Jim's info. So please, if you have questions, email him, man. He is the bomb. It's Jim and then underscore. And it's nice. It's I'm going to say it the way it's spelled, but that's not how you say it. Nice Wonger. So it's N-I-S-W-O-N-G-E-R. It's it's nice longer at yahoo.com. So Jim underscore nice longer at yahoo.com. I promise I will put that in the show notes. And the website is enlightenedprofit.com. But you know what I'm thinking, Jim? I'm going to give your Facebook, um, I think your Facebook link, because you're very active on Facebook and you're you're resonating with people there again, because he's focused in his messaging and he's focused in his approach. So would that make more sense so people well, can sure. really get a flavor of you? Yeah. Sure. Yep. Yep. And um, and today I just did a post that um, people might like. And by the time they hear this, it, it's going to be a little bit old, but it's um, called um why giving is costing you more than it, than it's worth basically. And, yeah. and so giving more is a bad approach to growing your business. And yeah. I'm not going to tell you more about why that is it's, it's in the, the post. I love it. Giving is, is the path to burnout. Giving more is a road to hell that you don't realize that you're on. So, so it's important to, to be aware of. Yeah. And let me just share one more thing, too. Um, Jim is extremely generous in everything he does. He's just absolutely off the charts. Amazing to work with. Um, collaborative, but but brilliant. At, you know, again, you get the you get the double whammy with him, but you're generous. And so you're not saying don't be generous with your clients. 
you're just saying we give away all of this free content with the hope of it translating into business. And you're saying, let's stop doing the hopeful ride and let's start to create the focus result driven ride. And that's really what, what Jim is all about. I think, Um, right, Jim, do you want to add to that? I'll debrief it real quick. So giving is part of an exchange paradigm. So we're giving and hoping that someday we're going to get back. And like, there are all of these claims of, Oh, just give and it'll come back to you tenfold and uh, all of that stuff hasn't been my experience. And so, so this is the the exchange paradigm. And so what I say is we need to amplify what's already working, strip away all of the other crap. And we need to amplify the powerful stuff within our clients. And so sure, that is an ultimate act of generosity is giving them more of the power that they already possess because we keep making it bigger and better. That's magic. That's application. That's results. You are the man, Jim. You are the man. You're my guy. I love you. Um, Everyone, I will put Jim's info in there. Please connect with him. Join him on Facebook. Follow his posts. If you feel that you're in that that point ready to escape because you are working hard, not getting the results, I personally can recommend Jim. He's amazing. Um, Again, follow him on Facebook. See what he's see what he's up to. I'm telling you, it will resonate with you, especially if you've been in business. You're making sales, but you feel like, gosh, there's got to be more. What am I missing? Jim has the has the blindfold. He'll take it off. He'll take the blindfold off of you and shine the light in those deep, dark corners that we're unaware of. We all have blind spots. Um, Jim, as always, just such a wealth of information. I always feel so good after talking to you. And the other thing, it's funny. I feel like I think clearer after I talk to you. So you are you are definitely um, a superman in my world. So thank you so much for being just an awesome guest. Okay. Yep. Thanks. It's so much fun as always. And that's what I strive to do is I want to clarify people's thinking as much as I possibly can, because when, when our thinking is muddled, man, we, we almost don't have a chance. We don't. And yeah, wasting time and money, which are two really, really important resources at our fingertips, right? Um, Thank you again. And I hope you will all join me weekly as we question, build and discover together, no matter where you are in your business or your career. I hope my guests and I provide some tips, strategies and ideas that you can implement today, put into application today, start to example, start to follow Jim on Facebook, see what he's all about, see if he's a good option for you to move the needle in your business. So again, take one thing we talked about, apply it to your life, see what happens. The magic is in the results, but you have to apply and move. You can't be the nag by the hort, by the born. I love that visual. <laughs> I'm going to use that, uh, Jim, for sure. Um, thank you again. Thank you all for joining me um, on listening to Changing the Sales Game with me, your host, Connie, with me, your host, Connie Whitman on webtalkradio.net. I truly am honored to have you on this journey of just business expansion, business growth, and thoughtful leadership, thoughtful ways to live our life. I am honored and I'm honored to have my amazing guests. And I hope that you do find value in listening every week. Have a wonderful week, an inspired week, and I'll see everybody next week. Thanks again, Jim. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Changing the Sales Game podcast with me, your host, Connie Whitman on webtalkradio.net. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. Tune in every week for more exciting insights and strategies on increasing your business's ROI. 
And always remember, lead with heart and your sales will follow. 